0: Thank you for joining the Zen Care Podcast. These recorded Dharma talks are given freely to our community in the heart of New York City, which we are honored to now share with you. New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care is dedicated to transforming the nature of care through contemplative practice by meeting illness, aging, and death with compassion and wisdom. Learn more about us through zencare.org. Some of you may be old enough to remember Amelia Earhart, (laughs) or at least have heard of her. So I'd like to begin with a poem by Mary Oliver, The Journey. And I wonder, um, Gokhan, could you fetch me the copy of the Blue Cliff record that you left in the Dokkan room? The Journey. One day you finally knew what you had to do and began, though the voices around you kept shouting their bad advice, though the whole house began to tremble and you felt the old tug of your ankles. Mind my life, mend my life, each voice cried. But you did not stop. You knew what you had to do. Though the wind replied, the wind pried with its stiff fingers at the very foundations, though their melancholy was terrible, it was already late. Late enough and a wild night and the road full of fallen branches and stones. But little by little, as you left the voices behind, the stars began to burn through the sheets of clouds and there was a new voice which you slowly recognized as your own that kept you company as you strode deeper and deeper into the world, determined to do the only thing you could do, determined to save the only life you could save. There's a colon in the Blue Cliff Record. It's the first one in the Blue Cliff Record. It's called, and it's the Highest Moon Meaning of the Holy Truths. This is the case. Emperor Wu of Liang asked the great Master Bodhidharma, What is the Highest Meaning of the Holy Truths? Bodhidharma, said, empty without holiness. The emperor said, who is facing me? Bodhidharma replied, I don't know. The emperor did not understand. After this, Bodhidharma crossed the Yangtze River and came to the kingdom of Wei. Later, the emperor brought this up to Master Qi and asked him about it. Master Chi asked, does your majesty know who this man is? The Emperor said, I don't know. Master Chi said, he is the Mahasadva Avalokiteshvara, transmitting the Buddha Mind Seal. The Emperor felt regretful, so he wanted to send an emissary to go invite Bodhidharma to return. Master Chi told him, Your Majesty, don't say that you will sub- send someone to fetch him back. Even if everyone in the whole country was to go after him, he still wouldn't return. I can see by your faces, you're all fully enlightened. <laughs> You've got it, syllable by syllable. So we can end the Dharma talk right there. Um, we come across this, this koan in an earlier set of koan uh, in the Mumankar. And the story's a little different, although it's the same. Uh, Bodhidharma is in front of the emperor, and the emperor says, you know, I've built all these great temples, you know, I've done all this incredible work, you know, what's the merit? What merit do I get? And Bodhidharma said, no merit. And the emperor said, who are you standing before me? You know, who are you to tell me no matter? And Bodhidharma said, I don't know, I don't know. Trusting completely in not knowing is the most intimate, courageous way to live. without needing to say it is intimate and courageous. Right? It's the most intimate and courageous way to live without saying it is, and you know, without labelling. I'm just me, in this moment, Chodo. No one special. I do what I do in the world because I'm called to do it. Just being and doing. Doing the thing I'm called to do, not because of the way it looks or the way it sounds, or it gives me a label of blah 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 blah, whatever it is. I'm doing it because You know, people ask us, Koshin and I, what was the impetus for creating the center? And it was really from the simple realization that relationship is so important. That when we're truly in relationship with another person, whether it's in the hospital, hospice, Century (laughs) 21, which happens to be my favorite Dharma hall, (laughs) well along with Bed, Bath and Beyond, or whether it's at home or right here in our community, how are we in relationship with the person in front of us? Through deep listening, and bearing witness Through those things, great change could take place, but you know, deep listening isn't always easy, you know, it's like too, too many things happening at once and you know, Jyoti's asking a question and devil walks in the door and I'm like, hi, uh, Duncan comes from El Paso, I'm like, oh my God, what's he doing here, yada yada yada. So, the deep listening has gone out the window. But then, I could come back. Right? Lost my train of thought. Let me come back to this moment of deep listening. But I don't want to attach anything to this idea of, I'm really good at deep listening, (laughs) you know. I'm an expert at deep listening. When I'm with somebody, they really know I'm with them. Because I've been practicing this for so long. I'm looking for some kind of merit there. Do I want people to say, oh, you know, when you're in with Chodo, he's right there. Or when you're, you know, out for dinner with Chodo, he's like, right there. Well, for the most part, I am. But you all know my face, there's no, there's no lies on my face, you know exactly what I'm thinking, exactly where I am. And sometimes with my ADHD, I flitter off to a little place, and then I come back. And Koshin actually is very good at noticing that. You know, it's just a, a moment's flicker of the eyeball and it's like, come back. Where are you? I'm like, oh, right, right. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was uh, reorganizing my shelves or something. (laughs) (laughs) So as I said, this deep listening, this quality of being fully in relationship with another comes from my integrity My desire to be with you. With myself. Moment by moment. And I'm not sure that desire is even the right word. Because desire sounds something like a wanting. So if I'm not looking for anything outside of the moment Bodhidharma was so rooted in his experience or his understanding of the Dharma that he wasn't swayed the way some of us are that he wasn't caught up in some idea of being in front of this emperor Wu and having to be anything other than himself. Anything other than who he was in that moment, and moment by moment. And then Prabhu said, who's standing in front of me? He said, I don't know. I don't have a label. I'm just fully me. Was able to turn around and leave, walk away. So easily swayed sometimes, I am. So back to this question of, of why we created this place it was to practice. This practice of being fully present, this Zazen, this uh, <coughs> tool, if you like, to help us be in the world. And of course, you know, ego rears its head once in a while and quite often you know you can get caught up in, in the silliness of social media <coughs> and to, sometimes, to some that would be I'll talk about myself looking for some kind of merit you know as you know we've had a lot of uh tension around the center since we started it. Because of what we're doing here, we're not just this strict Zen center, we this hybrid of Zen and caregiving and a different community where we are in relationship. It's not just coming in, sitting on the cushion, bowing to each other and leaving. We sometimes have a laugh, we sometimes have fun. You know, so there's a lot of, um, and our programs, so there's a lot of attention, you know, in the press, and TV, and so on, you know, interviews, and we can, if we're not careful, think that that is the practice. That's not the practice. That's expecting some kind of merit, or thinking that those accolades and that adulation is real. That's just as empty. Well that is emptiness. That is like... It's nothing there. It's not the emptiness that we talk about in our practice. That's just empty. That doesn't mean anything. When we talk about emptiness in our practice, we're talking about no form just everything as it is no attaching any labels like merit or good or bad it's just as it is so I can talk about the center I can talk about merit I can talk about this and that and it's all we just talk, chit chat, chit chat, chit chat, chat, chat. Busy mind. The Bo- the emperor asked Bodhidharma, "What is the highest meaning of the holy of the? Sorry, the highest meaning of the holy truths. What is the highest meaning of the teachings of my practice of?" Buddhism, if you like, and Bodhidharma says, empty. No meaning, no holy truths, empty. Mm, the emperor didn't understand. Mm. Bodhidharma didn't need to get caught up in trying to convince the emperor of anything, or trying to teach him anything, was just say. I gave you my answer, gave you my understanding and and left, across the Yangtze River, apparently on a lotus leaf. So you might think that he was being, you know, here he is standing in front of the Emperor. You might think that he was being discourteous, 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 discourteous. Discourteous, disrespectful to the emperor, but actually, I think he was being compassionate. As it says in the, go, in the koan, he is the Mahasattva Avalokiteshvara, mm. the bodhisattva of great compassion, the one that supplies us with all the tools that we need at different times in our lives. He was showing him in his embodiment, as his embodiment of Avalokiteshvara, showing that it was possible not to fall under the spell of delusion and power, control and transaction. In his calling on Avalokiteshvara that moment, his tool was to not get caught up in any ideas and to show the Emperor it's all just empty. No, ho- Nothing holy. Nothing holy in this room with these statues here of Manjushri, Samantabhadra, Kanon, the Ancestors Altar with all those pretty pictures. Beautiful, Sangha members, and teachers, nothing holy. I love when Katya comes in on Monday mornings. Katya is the lady that takes care of the place, that cleans the place. And she goes to the ancestors' altar and she, she dusts around. And she always puts the pictures in the wrong place. <laughs> you know, and there's one, you know, and of course, in our practice, when everything lined up in a nice Zen, mm. you know, yeah. aesthetic. And she moves them around and so, you know, they're all kind of off. So you always know when Katya's been here because nothing's put back. Just as it, I'm going to, in parentheses, should be. She puts everything back as she puts everything back. Simple. It's the same when she can't cleans our apartment once a week. It's like the dishes are never in the right place or the cat bowls are never in the right place. <laughs> And you think, is she trying to tell us that she's been here? <laughs> or is she just being Katya? And I love the, the, the fact that she, sometimes she rearranges the shelves because she thinks this looks better here. And it's just, you know, nothing holy. And we have these beautiful, you know, statues, some statues of uh, Jizo and Canon uh, in the apartment. And she's like, oh, I think I'll put this one here today. Nothing holy. Just doing what she does. It's kind of sweet. <laughs> Once again, my mind flitted. I got Katya and the bowls and the statues. So earlier this morning, I received a text from one of our members, one of our formal students, her husband who's been uh, kind of compromised for a while, uh, fell, had a serious fall, and has received a traumatic head injury, and is in the intensive care unit at uh, Bellevue. So I'm not sure what what's happening yet I haven't checked my phone good student I haven't been on my cell phone since we've been here Um, so we don't know what's happening yet to her husband but I'm thinking you know the last time I saw her I'm not gonna mention it because we're on we're recording Uh, the last time I saw her they were getting ready um, two weeks to go to their state uh, um, house upstate for the summer Mm -hmm. planning for all the family get togethers up in the Adirondacks and here we are in the unknown we don't know what's going to happen Mm -hmm. as for planning Mm -hmm. as for designing our future We don't know, moment by moment, day by day, what is going to be presented. What I've learned through this practice and certainly with help, and help is not even a big enough word, the, um, the guidance by my teacher Diane. Diane says this practice is simply about the Dharma presenting itself, moment by moment, and all we have to do is show up for it. No matter what it presents. But there's no point in getting ahead of ourselves. There's no point in sitting in and worrying about what's going to happen next week, if this happens, if that happens, what if this happens or that happens. We don't know. No point getting caught up in our fear. Our work is to be present in this moment. And now, she is in the time that she's in with a husband who's seriously in serious condition right now. That's where she is. Let's keep them both in our it's hundreds of years later I think this Mary Oliver poem really in many ways points to this journey of Bodhidharma and for our own journeys as followers of the way practitioners One day, you finally knew what you had to do and began. You came to this practice, maybe, when you left your wife, your home, your husband. One day, you finally knew what you had to do and began. Though the voices around you kept shouting their bad advice, though the whole house began to tremble and you felt the old tug at your ankles. Mend my life, mend my life, each voice cried. But you did not stop. You knew what you had to do. Though the wind pried with its stiff fingers at the very foundations, though their melancholy was terrible, their thoughts, their ideas of what you should be doing. You're making a mistake? Don't do that. Do this. But it was already late enough, and the wild night and the road full of fallen branches and stones, but little by little, as you left the voices behind, the stars began to burn through the sheets of clouds, And there was a new voice. When we begin to listen to our own voice. When we begin to see clearly. This is the way. This is it right now. For as long as that lasts. You know so so many people come to to Zen or to Vipassana or. Any of the Buddhist schools, and they're like, Yeah, this is not what I thought it was going to be. My life's not getting better. I don't have the joys and happiness I'd get, you know, in a month of meditating. No, I, thought I thought it'd be all done by now. I mean, I've been coming every day for the last six weeks, and my life's still shitty. Well, yeah, my life's still shitty. But can I be in the shit? Not try to run away from it. Yeah, this is it right now. It's what I got. And maybe I uh, caused it. You know, cause and effect, but it's what I did. And now this is what I got to work with. There was a new voice which you slowly recognized as your own. Ah, my voice that kept you company as you strode deeper and deeper into the world determined to do the only thing you could do determined to save the only life you could save determined to save the only life you could save Mine. I can't save your life. I can't save your life as much as I would like to. Perhaps. <laughs> Only mine. <clears throat> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'd love to save your life. But, you know, with my black belt in Allenhan. I know exactly where to keep the focus. i right here. <laughs> Me. But that's not to say that I can't be compassionate. That I can't reach out to someone. That I can perhaps lead them or point to a certain di- in a certain direction. But it's not the truth. My direction for you is not the truth. Once I start to... think that I know what your life is about and how that should be, it's all empty. There's like, it's nothing there, there's no foundation for it. It's all nonsense. as we go about the rest of our day today, let's not talk about the rest of our life, because we don't know. We don't even know about the rest of the day, but in this moment. Trusting completely in not knowing is the most intimate and courageous way to live. Without needing to say, it is intimate. Just is. The sun's shining. It's cold. Mine's in like 50 degrees or something this morning, and it's going to be 86 on Thursday. Right? Crazy. And so it is. And so it is.